Welcome to Ahead of the Curve, the Scoliosis Experience Podcast, where my aim is to empower individuals with scoliosis and movement professionals alike by providing free, up-to-date information on scoliosis management and treatment. My goal is to improve the quality of life for those with scoliosis and equip movement professionals with the knowledge and skills needed to effectively support them. Welcome back to Ahead of the Curve. I'm really excited for you to be here today. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Dr. Megan Teed. I am a physical therapist and a fellow scolio warrior. And I um, am going to be talking today a little bit about 10 scoliosis exercises that you can start today. But first, I'm going to begin with a little bit of a life update. It's been a minute since I've done that with you guys. And um, had some exciting things going on in, well, it's almost April, so it's the end of March uh, when I'm recording this. And in March, I traveled to Florida a lot. I went for my sister-in-law's baby shower. I went again for some continuing education, which you heard about, um, I think a couple episodes ago where I was doing the, um, LTAP training with Anna Hartman, the movement rev. And then this past weekend, I went back for kind of a very last minute spur of the moment, uh, girls trip with some friends from high school. And we went to Fort Lauderdale region area and it was really fun. And I hadn't seen those girls probably for a couple of years um, with COVID and everything and people starting families and moving. It's really hard to get people together, but it's awesome just reconnecting with girlfriends Um There's nothing like having like really good friends and just being able to play and be in the pool and in the sun and at the beach. It was, it was just a really nourishing time, um, for my soul. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that, that's what I've been having going on recently. Um, really random, but I thought I would talk about it just because I think that it's something that people with scoliosis struggle with. Well, I know I have, uh, I went and got my haircut yesterday and my friend, um, thankfully is somebody that's really, really good at cutting hair and doing hair and coloring hair, all the things shout out to Annie. Um, I don't think she listens to this cause she doesn't have scoliosis, but she's, um, a big supporter of my business and, you know, just very encouraging. So maybe she is, but I don't think so. Um, (laughs) so when I first started going to her to get my hair cut, she was like, girl, your hair is uneven. And she's pulling all of my hair to the back and then uses a mirror to show me how my hairline is kind of like sloped to the side um, at the bottom of my hair. And I was like, Oh, I didn't really notice that. And I was like, it's probably because of my scoliosis. And she's like, what? And I was like, well, you know, my shoulders are uneven. And if they're basing their cut off of my shoulder line, 
um, it's going to make it uneven. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And she uses a different way to um, make sure that the hairline is even straight across. Um, if that's a particular cut that she's doing for the person. And I was like, this is like the first time that my hair's ever been even. So um, I, I believe what she does is she, she bases it off of like the horizon almost. And I don't know anything about cutting hair, so I could be totally wrong. But um, instead of using the shoulders, she uses um, like maybe the back of the chair or something like that to line everything up. So if you're somebody that, um, tends to have uneven haircuts and you're really not even sure why it, first of all, it's probably because of your scoliosis. <laughs> and then you may want to give your hairdresser or barber a heads up about that and just say, Hey, like my shoulders aren't even. So if you're facing your haircut or my haircut off my shoulders, you're giving me a crooked haircut. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And yeah, so that leads me into today's topic, which I'm also really excited to talk about because a lot of times when someone with scoliosis is just kind of starting out their journey exercising with scoliosis, it can feel really overwhelming trying to figure out what they should be doing. Um, and then they go and they search things online. They go onto Google or YouTube and there's a ton of information out there. And some of it is really complicated and requires a lot of equipment and others of it is maybe contradicting each other. So it can be hard to navigate and figure out what, what is the right thing to be doing. So I created a free little video tutorial with 10 exercises that you can begin today, 10 scoliosis exercises. And they are general exercises that are safe for scoliosis and beneficial for scoliosis. Obviously they will not be specific to you and your curve because in order to have that, I would need to do an assessment and all those things. But these are really great exercises that you can begin with and you can begin seeing really positive results for yourself um, without having to spend a lot of money or time trying to research something on your own. The majority of the exercises, um, well, in, in total, when, when you look at the exercises that are given in this video, they include elongation, they include breathing, um, mobility, balance, and strengthening. So pretty much the whole shebang. I'm going to kind of highlight three out of the 10 in this little episode today just to um, kind of give you a little bit of a deeper look into those exercises, why I 
included them and kind of how to progress them as well and see how you're improving and how to know um, if you're you're making any progress with things. Um, these all of these exercises are basic. Um, they can be done at home without any complicated equipment. So a lot of times with uh, the Schroth work and even with um, the Polanyi's for scoliosis, there can be a lot of props involved and it looks overwhelming when you're just kind of looking at the exercise from the outside in. And I wanted to give you exercises that don't require loads of equipment. You can use a yoga mat and a blank wall, and that's really all you need and your body. So, um, and then anything else you want to add on top of that, feel free if you have wedges or if you have other things that you want to include, have at it. Um, but it's not a necessity. So, I want to eliminate as many excuses as possible to not begin working on your scoliosis immediately. Things aren't going to get any better tomorrow um, if you're waiting for the weather or, or you know, the motivation. You're never going to feel the motivation to get started. Um, it takes discipline and just a decision to begin today. So. Um, the other thing that, um, I want you to consider is your, um, your posture as you're going through these exercises. So you want to use a couple of tools for feedback. So one of those tools is a mirror, um, Using a mirror, especially when you're first getting started, is important with scoliosis because it's very hard to feel where you are in space. It's very hard to feel when you are kind of straight or centered. And you need that visual feedback, especially if you're doing it on your own, like you will be with these exercises. So not hesitating, you know, with the the standing work to to use a mirror. And then also using your yoga mat. So when you go and you lay down onto your mat, feel the edges of the mat and kind of feel in between your body and the edge of the mat and see if it's the same the whole way from the shoulders down to your hips. Because again, or sorry, even your head, your head, see, I'm forgetting a body part, big, important body part. So your head your shoulders, your ribs, and your hips. You wanna make sure that you have equal distance in between your body and the edge of that mat so that you can double check that you're lined up um, correctly and not catty corner on your mat. <laughs> um, and also continuing to kind of check in with yourself as you're going through the exercises. So another way to assess how your posture is throughout the exercises is to feel the way that you are on the mat. So um, notice if your hips are weighted equally into the mat, your ribs are equal into the mat, 
initially you may not be able to feel that, um, but just beginning to kind of check in and make that connection between your brain and your body is it's really important when you're beginning to work um, on your scoliosis. The, the nice thing about these exercises not being um, not requiring a bunch of complicated equipment, being able to do it at home, you can begin to fold these exercises into your daily life. So especially if you work from home, whether you are stay-at-home mom or um, you know, somebody that has the ability to work from home, kind of breaking up your day, breaking up sitting, using these exercises and kind of throwing them in here and there. You don't have to turn on the video and, and sit down and do the whole, I think it's about, sorry, there's a book. It's about like 23 minutes long. You don't have to sit there and go through all the 10 exercises at one time. If you have that ability, awesome. If you don't, just pulling a few of the exercises into your daily life is going to, again, it's going to help you to eliminate excuses and reasons not to begin today. <clears throat> now, the the reason that I created these exercises the way that I did um, is because it, this is a really poorly, <laughs> poor start to a sentence. Um, so there are particular exercises that you may want to avoid doing um, if you have scoliosis, if you're at the gym or um, even like doing your home routine, um, especially if you're experiencing pain and if you have concern with curve progression, those movements or exercises include end range rotation. So if you're like trying to look behind you, um, in the car, that's an example of rotation, but just going as far as you can um, as you're doing that movement. End range side bending. So that's kind of if you're standing and you run your hand along your leg, that's an example of side bending. Forward flexion, that will be reaching down towards your toes. And then extension, that would be bending in the opposite direction, bending your bending yourself backwards. Um, those are not hard and fast rules. Um, but again, those are things that you want to probably avoid doing if, again, you're experiencing a lot of pain and if you're concerned with progression of your curve, which majority of people are. And so the, the three exercises I'd like to talk about in particular, um, the, the first one is a simple exercise where you use a blank wall, you stand in front of it, and it's a form of elongation. You slide your hands up the wall into a V position, and you then slide your hands down the wall, rotate your fingers in towards each other so that the fingers end up in line with nose level and your elbows pull out wide to the right, wide to the left. 
and you're working on elongation, breathing, and expansion with that particular exercise. A way that you can progress that exercise, doing more repetitions is one way. Another way is just lengthening the amount of time that you're spending breathing. So you can hang out in either one of those positions a bit longer and try and deepen your breaths each time. So trying to get more expansion, more length through the spine um, each time. A way that you can feel if that is changing or progressing, if you're able to be achieving a deeper breath as you're going through that exercise, you'll eventually be able to feel your hollow side expanding. So hollow side, concave side, that's the side that's like where your ribs are more squished together and there's not as much space in between each uh, rib. And a lot of times you may feel like there's less space in between your rib and your hip on that side. Not necessarily the case for everybody. Everybody's snowflake, nobody, no curves are, no two curves are the same. So um, yes, that's, that's a way that you would be able to gauge or tell if you are making progress with that particular exercise. The other exercise I'd like to talk about is the Schroth walk. And this exercise combines all of the things. It combines your ability to maintain your corrections. So if you know what those corrections are, this is your chance to try and hold them while you're doing a dynamic movement. Um, additionally, you're also working on elongation because you're always working on elongation pretty much with any exercise that you do when you're focusing on your scoliosis elongation. What does that mean? That means lengthening the spine, trying to grow taller and lifting your ribs further away from your hips without just shrugging your shoulders up. You're trying to get that lift from the inside out. Um, and you're also with the Schrothwalk, you're also working on coordination and balance. The but way that I demonstrate the exercise in the video, I'm walking flat-footed. So that's kind of the very first, most basic variation of the Schroth walk. Um, and then if you want to progress it, you can eventually rise up onto your toes, the balls of the feet, as you are stepping forward. Um, the third progression would be to try and balance on one leg for a moment as you are stepping that leg through. <clears throat> so those would be some ways that you'll be able to gauge if you're making progress or there would just be some ways to progress that particular exercise. Most people, when they begin doing that exercise, they're very wobbly they feel a bit frustrated because they can't get it perfect the first go around. And that is likely going to be the case when you try this. And unless you're really super 
athletic person who maybe you're a gymnast, maybe you're a ballerina, or maybe you're just awesome, <laughs> you, um, you may not have any issue, but the majority of the population has a difficult time when they're first starting that exercise. And it's meant to be a bit challenging. And the way that you get better with anything is just continuing to put in the reps and working on it every day. The final exercise that I'm just going to chat about a little bit. So I'm just, again, I'm just talking about three out of the 10 exercises that are included in this freebie video. The, the last one is a total body strengthening exercise. It's called a knee hover, or maybe even like a bear plank, some people call that. And this is done on your elbows and your knees. That's kind of your setup position. You make sure that your elbows are under your shoulders, your knees are under your hips, and you tuck your toes under. And you just try and hold the knees off the floor for a couple seconds, and then you lower them back down. So when we're in this position, we're getting some strengthening work and through the shoulder girdle. Um, we are working on keeping the hollow spaces open towards the ceiling instead of collapsing towards the floor. And we're focusing always on length. So we connect for a little bit of time when we're on the elbows and we're on the knees and we just feel how our body is in, in that position. And then we begin layering on the knee hovers in addition to the breath. So ways that you can progress that particular exercise, you can increase the reps. You can also increase the length of time that you're holding your knees off of the ground. And you can also add in a pike to that position. That's like a kind of a major <laughs> progression to that exercise, but it feels really nice to be able to do an inversion in that position. Um, so an, another way to see if you kind of a very tactical way to gauge your progress. I really enjoy doing this because I'm a visual person and I'm also an achiever. <laughs> so um, like I'm, I like to check things off on my to-do list. So I have a little planner for the day. Sometimes I will write down, I'm admitting something embarrassing. Sometimes I will write down something that I've already done in the day, just so I can check something off and feel accomplished. And, you know, I don't know if that's a toxic trait of mine or what, but that's just me. In regard to your Scully exercises, it could be helpful to print out a calendar and mark off each day that you get through these exercises, or at least do a few that counts for something. So you can mark that day off you have my permission if you get just a few of the 10 exercises in for the day. That is better than nothing at all. Starting somewhere is better than never starting. Um, so with, 
with the exercises, I want you to keep in mind a few things. So a few little safety considerations. Never ever push through pain. None of these exercises should be creating more pain in your body. If it if they are, you want to totally stop the exercise. Um, if you want to still try the exercise, some modifications you can make are going through a smaller range of motion instead of going through the entire range of motion. So let's do the, the wall reach, for example. If as you're reaching your arms up the wall, your shoulder is telling you no, just try to go a little bit and then see if day over day you're able to reach a bit further. Um, another option is making sure that you're going slowly. So sometimes when you speed through an exercise, you're not really connecting to your breath. You're not really connecting to your muscles in the way that you should be. And it creates a pain response. So try to slow it down. Really notice what your body is doing, how your muscles are engaging as you're going through that movement. And then the, the last thing is breathing through it, making sure that you're using your breath on the exertions that you are um, trying not to get too wrapped up in what I'm cueing you as far as your breathing goes. So um, what was I going to say? Uh, so I usually cue people to um, exhale on the exertion and inhale on the relaxation portion. If that is just too many instructions for you, you just breathe. You just do what you need to do. But breathing through the exercise, making sure you're not holding your breath is really important because a lot of times when you're learning something new, especially something where you're trying to focus on 80 million things, what goes out the window, your breath. So try not to hold your breath. Breath holding makes pain worse. So there we go. All right. So um, in summary, these 10 exercises, they are comprehensive. They are meant to be done without any crazy equipment keeping it simple. I want to take out the guesswork. I want to take out the excuses, any reasons for you to not begin today with the exercises so that you can incorporate them into your life so that they become something that you do every day. And it's, it's kind of second nature. It's unconscious. You're, you know, you go and you do one exercise and then you go about your day and then you add something else in. You don't have to do all of them at the same time. I want you to begin this discipline and, and do this for yourself so that you can serve the people that you love better. You can show up in your life. You can enjoy time out and walks with your friends because you are beginning to take really small steps to care for your spine, to care for your scoliosis. And 
you know, if you're like me and you want to track it off and check it off on your calendar, print out a calendar. They're all over the internet and you can get that satisfaction of achieving your goal for the day. So this freebie, it can be found in the show notes. Um, there's a link there. And um, if you want to dive deeper into this work, the small group scoliosis coaching is a really great way to add on another layer to this to really dive in deep to the scoliosis work into your own body. You pretty much get a college education on your curve in the small group coaching. So you won't ever have to kind of wonder or be confused about how you should be um, sleeping, how you should be carrying your purse, even, you know, working in the kitchen. I want you to feel confident and reassured that you are doing everything possible um, to, and everything that is best for you and your spine. So thanks again for tuning into another episode of Ahead of the Curve. I hope you found the information and insights shared today helpful in your journey with scoliosis. Join us again next time for more discussions on living with scoliosis and ways to support those with this condition. Until next time, take care and stay ahead of the curve.